Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech Athletics Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I am Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? I mean, I came into this game feeling kind of good about myself and thinking that haha TCU lost but also not saying that out loud to too many people or tweeting about it um, also kind of enjoying Baylor's struggles as Tech went up 17 to nothing and and now in retrospect it doesn't feel that good anymore does it how are you doing No, man. Um, I was, like you, enjoying the schadenfreude earlier this afternoon. Just looking around the Big 12 like, you guys are suckers. TCU, what a, what a yeah, sham. We, we knew they called were. Called it. They we were knew, fakers. man. Baylor, that was a surprise, but sucks to suck. And then you jump out to 17-point lead. You're like, here we go. And... uh So many things. I don't know where, where you want to start. Um, like I, 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 I want to rail <laughs> on officials because that's, that's what I like to do. But um, like you shouldn't have been in a position to be in overtime with these these this team. Um, it was <laughs> at the end of the fourth quarter when Texas Tech was lining up for the field goal to tie it, I was like, it doesn't even matter if it goes in. Like, we should, you should we not shouldn't feel this, this way in week one. I mean, does because like, like a, a win is a win, right? Like you, you would definitely hope for a win over a, a loss. Um, anything better than this, but dude, it, it I don't know. Like the, the, after the first quarter, um, man, nothing went well. Like you, quarterback, you couldn't hit guys in stride, couldn't throw guys open. Um, offensive line couldn't block. Defensively, your defensive line, like you could have just put anybody out there wearing a, a you know, a Miles Cole or Steve Linton jersey, and you wouldn't have noticed a difference because complete non-factors um, against an offensive line that had to replace three guys. Like you should not have been in the position. Like you should have ate their lunch. Um, you got one sack 
in overtime. They were one-dimensional, and you couldn't stop it. They had to start their third-string quarterback, or sorry, their third-string running back. You couldn't stop it. Um, defensively for, for, for Wyoming, like we knew they were going to be, you know, um, old and experienced and they were, but the same issues of not being able to get open, you should not have struggles with this, this, these receivers, Dre McRae, like what he catch one ball. He, McGray, okay, he was um, Duran Bradley. McGray was one of the bright sides. He he caught five passes, and I I was really impressed with him. I mean, that's there's very few bright sides right now, but he was one. And um, you know, Bradley, I I feel like he had some great catches, but there were a couple of catches where I just didn't see the speed I was expecting to see. I thought he would be able to pull away from guys better than he was able to but I was still impressed with what he brought down. But, but yeah, I mean, not having a single sack until after the 60 minutes of us had ended and we got into extra 60 minutes, but this quarterback, I mean, he, he's tough. He was tough. He made some plays, but he made some awful throws. He completed 53% of his passes, but Mm -hmm somehow was still able to find a way to win had they had some good tight ends i mean i think his receivers did him a lot of favors he did get hit a lot probably after pass uh you know after attempts obviously but it wasn't what we were hoping to see which would be you know sacks him bringing him taking the ball down and it's you know third and 19 no it wasn't that at all they were able to just march march the ball down the field mm and you couldn't you couldn't have scripted a better start for Texas Tech to go up 17-0 one i mean just just no. the points wise and you did it with with good offensive performance you came out and uh you struck fast and first um you forced turnovers you quick three and outs um but i don't know so the chat says uh, Nathan wants us to talk talk me over the ledge, <laughs> so not like off the ledge. Just, just go get ahead it over with. Over. Um, if you were asking to talk off the ledge, uh, there have been a couple of K State guys in, in the in the in the mention saying that they lost to Tulane last season. Um, and while it sucked, it it didn't. Well, yeah, their Tulane season. turned out to be pretty stinking good. So um, that still remains to be seen for Wyoming. But yeah, I remember kind of enjoying that a little bit more than I should have when they lost. Yeah. Um, golly, dude, I don't, um, defensively, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll go there. Um, you look slow, um, like a step slow, whether it was, um, on the blitzes, especially like just couldn't ever get to Peasley in time. Um, you created no pressure with your front four. Um, 
I don't know if it's week one. I don't know if it was altitude or some kind of combination, but your effort on defense was pathetic. Diving at people's feet again, trying to bump people down to the ground, going after one-arm tackles like like that was Kingsbury level defense effort. Yeah, and there were some of those let's you got outmanned some by of those a, try to strip the ball. Pitiful yeah, G5 strip team. the ball things where you should just no just wrap up and tackle the guy. Let's let's not strip the ball. I, I distinctly remember one in the middle of the field where he he just wrapped around him and you didn't show flew off. any kind of defensive fire. Mm, yeah. You didn't show any kind of defensive fire until at like the very end. Um you know, like you had two plays, but even then you got burned after that. Um, you know, I, I, I have a hard time like faulting early on when, when Wyoming got, got their ball rolling uh, momentum wise, but their first successful drive um, was sustained by several penalties uh, that were questionable at best. Uh, and you never seem to recover after that. I was afraid it froze. Looks like Spencer froze. Well, what I can do, if it's still recording, and I think it is, I'm going to read through some of the comments. There, you're yeah, back. There you are. You're Sorry, back. we froze for a uh, second. So we've got gravy. got a lot of guys in the chat. Appreciate y'all listening and watching and seeing us struggle through this because this is not a fun one to do. But... uh Alan's reminding us Tyler Shuck is now eight and two as a tech starter. So that that's slightly going the wrong direction. And he's, he's trying to tell himself that he's never going to believe in this program again until he sees results. I tell myself that too, Alan, I don't know how often I actually get there. Uh, Maitland Maitland's uh, letting it out saying he's embarrassed. What is up with Kitley in this offense? And, uh, you know, we just have a lot of frustration <laughs> right now. I think a lot of us, despite history and despite yep. what we've been through as tech fans, bought into the hype a little bit this year. <laughs> I was one of them. I even got pelted for predicting eight would and four, be, thinking that, oh, well, that's just to be successful. And right now I'm like, my God, eight and four. Yeah, And, and I remember thinking about that uh, uh, at, at halftime. Is, was like, after is the that first even half, possible man, it now? feels like you're closer to yeah. seven and five than so, two and two. Um, well, and, you know, we're getting asked to Nathan's bringing up, does Oregon mm-hmm. beat us by 40? And, okay, Oregon poured it on poor Portland State today. I, I don't want to dismiss that because it was, what, 82 to something. But Texas Tech went 77 to nothing on Lamar. And that was one of five games they won that year. So there's a chance, you know, maybe it was inflated. Maybe there's something crazy there going on. But, yeah, I don't fully trust the team that played tonight to be able to hang with the Ducks that are coming next week. And I was really trying to stay focused on Wyoming, that entire four-hour game we just experienced. But I couldn't help but think of the Ducks and – um you know how much I maybe should have paid a little bit more attention to that game while it was on, but I just thought, oh, sure, their offense is looking good today. So is Oklahoma's. So is everybody's. And you know, Tech's up seventeen to nothing. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, hindsight, offensive line. I guess um, that was another spot that I had some. I was really high on them. Um, 
and you couldn't you couldn't run the ball again. Like you were you were up against a, a really old and uh, experienced defensive line there for Wyoming. We talked about how how strong that the tackles were and, and and the ends and all that kind of stuff. But stats, he as the person taking the signal to snap the ball, he was the last offensive lineman to move, which is concerning. Like everybody else, like it, it was almost like they could have called a false start on many of our offensive plays because he was just that slow snapping the ball. Um, which a year and a half here on campus should have been figured out. Um, nine months as a starting center should have been figured out. Um, no, no, no running lanes. Um, it looked like Shuck was uncomfortable most of the night. Um, was finally able, like he finally started to, to run and they were late. Um, and then it was like telegraphed. And when it went bad, you're like, well, uh, of course it went poorly because you now ran the same play five times in a row and Wyoming is not stupid. Um, so yeah, I, I, I guess biggest disappointments for me, this, 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 this game were the, the lines. I, I had much higher hopes, uh, in how they would handle, uh, Wyoming offense and defensive lines. Um, and I think if that's what we can get out of those guys the rest of the season, 75, seven and five may be a success. Um, cause you know, we've got Oregon next week, Tarleton state. You shouldn't have a problem with them. Uh, and you get West Virginia, yeah. Houston, yeah. Baylor, like as, as, as winnable games on your schedule, like you've got four in a row there. Yeah. And Houston did take care of business today, which I didn't expect them to, but they did against UTSA. I, I tuned in a little bit during the halftime of Tech's game. I think something like there was a semi-controversial call at the very end. Maybe UTSA should have gotten a first down, mm-hmm. but wasn't given the first down or I'm not sure what happened, but it had just happened and they were kind of discussing it. So that was a close one, but, uh <sighs> You just expect a little bit more effort, a little more constant effort out of out of this team. I don't know if mentally they they thought they were fine with that heavy lead. Maybe things would have been better if it would have been more of a back and forth game. They may have been a little bit more prepared to handle it than to have such a lead handed to them, gifted to them really. Cause it was mostly off turnovers. And then just that opening, I'm assuming probably scripted drive that went so well um, and, and probably caught Wyoming on their heels because they hadn't played, you know, anybody but themselves this whole time. And all of a sudden they're put up against yeah, should. a Texas tech team, which should technically have superior athletes. So, uh once that shock wore off, they seemed to adjust just fine. And they acted like a team that had a coach there in his 10th season and just went about their business and went about their game plan. Uh, to the surprise of many, I'm sure, myself included, because I just assumed that our defensive line would neutralize the only 
effective offensive attack they had, which was the running game. And because they were rolling in, especially once the game started going, they were rolling in fourth, fifth. I think the announcer said six string running backs in at some point. I mean, they were just handing the ball off to anybody back there, but then they were still getting yards and it didn't, you know, 3.9 yards per rush doesn't seem like a lot because it's really not. Um, but it's still almost a full yard more than what Tech did. Tech handled 2.8, which that's probably slightly inflated because of what Shuck did in the first overtime, which was bizarre. I mean, it worked, obviously, but to be so pass-heavy most of the game and then go into that overtime and just hand the ball off or have Shuck keep it every single time, but it worked. And it made you wonder, like, well, maybe that was a – something they could have done more before or they didn't want to run Shuck as much, or maybe Shuck was calling his own number in overtime. but you're right. I mean, he didn't look comfortable back there in times. Uh, one positive I can bring up. I'm, I'm trying, okay. I'm trying guys. Um, York. I had to look up who York was scout team in 2020 in 2021 played special teams last year. Played both ways in high school. Six four, what is he? Two fifty. Yep. I had that had that pulled up. Yeah, six four, two fifty. Hell of a catch. And so a, a tight end that wasn't even on our depth chart made yeah. um, one of the few highlights of this game. To, to see that. And when, when he scored, uh we, we were actually driving back from Denton tonight. Um Samantha's like, we scored a touchdown, uh number fifteen. I was like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so she showed it to me like, oh, it's York. He's like our fourth string tight end. I was like, I, I was like, well, that's exciting. Like if he's getting in and, and making an impact, like, heck yeah, man. Um, yeah. But yeah. Dude, I just, I don't even know, man. Um, like when I guess it was 17 to 10. Like guys in the Discord were like, "Hey, this this doesn't feel like we're up at all. Like, it feels like we're down by ten, even." And we had a, you know seven point lead. I was like, "Yeah," and I wasn't. You know, and I said, "I'm not concerned about this game, but I'm, I'm concerned about the season." And then I was like, "I'm more concerned about this game." Um, and it was just it felt inevitable. It's like one of those <laughs> right. sinking feelings, like. What what's happening? When when Garcia missed that field goal with five minutes to go, I turned to Samantha and I said, "We're not getting the ball back. That's game." Uh, Wyoming was up twenty to seventeen at that point, uh, and they had just taken off like twenty minutes of clock straight. It felt like. Um, let's see. They ended the night with not as much time of possession as I would have expected. Thirty four minutes. Um, there was a typo on the the broadcast where it, with five minutes to go in the third quarter, it said that Wyoming had the ball for forty minutes. It's like, yeah, that that doesn't math, but that feels about right because <laughs> we're we're forty minutes in, into this game. Um, but it didn't feel wrong. <laughs> um, they they, they outpossessed you by nearly ten minutes there. Um, it just one of those like slow bleeds. Yeah. Well, they had the ball almost the entire third quarter. 
it was they had back to back in just the third quarter. Well, I guess the second one, the second one ended in the fourth. But yeah, they had back to back drives of seven minutes thirty one seconds and six minutes fourteen. And both of them ended in a score. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they had the ball for a full quarter pretty much on consecutive drives. Uh, I'm not going to get too in my head on Garcia. I mean, Which, he was asked uh, to do the impossible at the he end. He got this, completely screwed. You know, the, at the end of the second quarter where, for whatever reason, why did we take that time out? It, yeah. I mean, did, 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 was everyone scared to death of this backup quarterback who they just ran up the middle on a third and 10 and then punted. So, I mean, we burned a timeout for that and got into field goal range, but didn't have a timeout to properly set. No, I don't blame him for that one up for the field goal. And so I don't blame him on that at all. I, you know, it's hard to blame him on a block and then the doink. I mean, it's a 50 yarder. That was incredible to, to have it that, to get to that point, so that just yeah, and that's kind of how the night went. <laughs> you know, at that point, I don't I'd know kind of accept who was responsible for the game the clock tonight. Hit, but yeah, um, that's that's about it. They were slow, and it, it and it 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 was the same for both teams, but like they were just bad. Um, yeah. So like going into half, when uh, whether it was Price or Brown, he, he caught the ball in the middle of the field down with three seconds they ran two seconds off the clock and then stopped it um leaving you with just the one second and like you get in that weird spot where like you can't really wait for them to blow the whistle to start the clock because then you're gonna you're not gonna have time to snap it but the official over the ball backs up then we snap it like oh no 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 it wasn't ready yet Mm -hmm. We, we, we weren't ready and of course he nails that field goal they go back reset it snap it as soon as they can after the official blows the whistle <laughs> and he misses it. So I don't like, I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not on Garcia for that one. Um, that may have gotten just the weirdness of that may have affected him because, you know, college kickers, man. Uh, and, and they're just, they're just head cases. Um, he had to drive that 50 yarder uh, offensive line that got blown up um, and he just nailed the, the offensive line in the back. Um you know, it wasn't blocked so much as he just sniped the hell out of his left guard. <laughs> um, yeah, Th- that's a good point. And then he, he he shanked the other one, which is it happens, right? But again, you shouldn't have been in that position where a field goal would have mattered. Uh, you know, when you're a 14 point road favorite. Um, was it weather? Was it going up there and playing at altitude? Was it playing a program like Wyoming? It probably all these things, but um, Brian had some positives in the chat. Like you at least have a lot of game film to look at now. <laughs> you went to two overtimes, so that's that's. I guess that's that's a positive. Um, you do have eleven games, and I guess it, it is okay to get better and and to learn and improve off of off of a a game like this. Um, you're not going to, you know, be a completely different team. You're not going to be like world's better, like, you know, one week to the next, but they always say the biggest improvement is going to come from week one to week two. And you're like, you're, you're going to need it. If you're going to be competitive with Oregon next week. Um, but you know, you're going to be back at home. Uh, you're going to have the week one stuff out of the way. 
um, Nathan shares that the black, white, white uniform combination is one in five. So let's just, let's just drop the white pants, fire the equipment manager. Uh, <laughs> oh no. No, no, the white pants. No, no, we, we stop wearing white well, pants. Well, don't really, don't really um, drop the pants. I mean, so I, I don't know, man. Like, there's, there's, you can pick anything oh, okay. you want at this game. Okay. Um, definitely wasn't expecting to be on here for the instant reaction. Uh, talking about a loss. Um, you know, I had expected, like, I really did expect this to be more of a blowout. Uh, and it went, when it was closer in the first half, I was like, okay, well, an ugly win is still a win. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll hop on. We'll, we'll talk about it, man. Like we got things to fix, but we're one to know. Damn it. Can't even say that. So, um, right. Anything, anything else, Michael, for you, we, we wrap up tonight. Yes. Nothing major. I mean, just selfishly, I came into this more concerned about the spread because, as I've mentioned before, in Vegas, I did actually put Bye. 50 on this one. <laughs> and so that's gone. But that's really all I was. I was, I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a win. We may not like it. There's going to be some things that will probably be exposed. And, you know, Wyoming's a tough team. It's going to be a great place to play, good atmosphere. You know, the lightning delay was weird. Then everything about it was weird beyond beyond that. So, uh, you know, my fault for not coming in, probably giving Wyoming more respect. But yeah, yeah I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot to say on this that we haven't already covered. Uh, just offense looked lost yeah. at times. Defense coverage was sketchy at best against a quarterback who missed a lot of throws, fortunately. So that's going to be really bad. It's going to be a bad look on a quarterback who can hit his receivers. Um, and then I did want to point out one thing, a one more positive. Uh, Owens had an awesome touchdown saving breakup on high. It was, that was one of Peasley's rare dimes. He just threw it an absolute dime to the end zone and Owens played it perfectly. Wasn't pass interference. You didn't even you didn't even hear the crowd in Laramie boo because they just were like, "Oh, man, that was a good play." So that was that was a good thing to see. You know, I just I was just talking about you know suspect pass coverage. So I thought, well, let me come back and bring up a really good play that that I enjoyed that was executed perfectly. So uh, I'm I'm nervous as I'll get out about Oregon. Now I, I'm sure the lines won't be out for another day or two, but we are, what do you think it's going to be? I mean, I would put us as maybe similar to tonight. Do you think we'll be maybe not two touchdown dogs at home, but I mean, I think they're going to set it to where we're minus eight and a half for Oregon or something like that. I, I don't know. I wonder if you guys are still with us in the, in the chat, say what you think the line will be next week against Oregon. Cause I, I have no idea. <laughs> Last sunrise has Oregon at minus 40. 
13, 13 and a half. Yeah, Oregon minus 13. I, I could see a two-touchdown dog at home with with what they saw from just a, a sample size of one game. Week one, you're probably going to go, oh, well, Oregon did this. Tech did this. Yeah. I bet it will start as a two-touchdown and then hopefully slide towards 10 and a half. I don't know. All right. That'll do it for us in the 23 personal podcast. This has been your instant reaction to Texas Tech losing 33-35 to to Wyoming. We'll have your full Oregon preview coming Tuesday night. Thank you to all those that jumped in the stream tonight. Greatly appreciate it. If you want to do that as well for the preview or any other instant reaction, make sure you follow the 23 Personnel YouTube channel. Turn on notifications if you want to know when we go live. We are preview episode Tuesday night. For Michael, I'm Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.